Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. Episode of the Ocho presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's blog and theboys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from Right As Your Humble Host on the Ocho. It is Thursday, the third day, April 6, 2023. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy. And I want to remind you before we keep going that the Ocho is presented to you by our friends at Righteous Felon Craft Jerky, the jerky that helps fuel our Dallas Cowboys. That is correct. Righteous Felon Jerky and Biltong are available for Cowboys players at the Ford Center Training Facility. Each two-ounce bag of jerky has 16 to 20 grams of protein. Biltong 32 and each meat stick appropriately has Ocho grams of protein. If it's good enough for the Cowboys, it has got to be good enough for you as well. Righteous Felon uses locally sourced all-natural black Angus beef beef and prides itself on superior quality, revolutionary branding, and unique flavors that go beyond the stereotypical jerky offering. Go to RighteousFelon.com and use discount code BTB15 at checkout to get 15% off of your order. That is RighteousFelon.com, discount code BTB15 at checkout to get 15% off of your order. As noted, it is Thursday, the third day, April 6th. Um, I'm recording this on Wednesday, which I guess is the second day, or actually the when, whoa, where, what day. Um, it's about 2.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. I really doubt that anything is going to happen between Wednesday night and this episode's launching on Thursday morning, which is why I'm taking the risk that I am. Uh, sometimes that's just kind of the game in the world of podcasting, and it's really that time of year, right, um, for the Cowboys and uh, for the NFL as a whole. Um, today's April 6th, today's Thursday, obviously, and so the Masters starts this week. We're well into Major League Baseball. The NBA playoffs are about to start, the Stanley Cup playoffs, right? Like, we're at that time of year. I, I say this all the time, that there are um, several kind of, um, I don't call them rites of passage, but there, there are several things that we sort of have to go through um, every year to get back to an NFL season. And that's why, you know, when when your team doesn't win the Super Bowl, which is a lesson that we all unfortunately know all too well. Um, by the way, if you're listening, maybe you got to see Taylor sing that song at AT&T Stadium. I know that Justin Navarro's did, but um, when it doesn't happen, it's so painful because the, you know the season typically ends right, like you know this past Cowboys season ends in January, and so you have to live so much life you know and that's a good thing right like, I'm not trying to say like life is a bad thing but you have to go through so many things before you ultimately get back 
to another NFL season. And so here we are today, right? This particular Thursday. So, okay, we got to get through the Masters. We got to get through, think about before the NFL returns, right? Like a majority of baseball season. We got to get through, you know, NBA playoffs, Stanley Cup playoffs, all the things I said. Um, I used to say that the Little League World Series was kind of the true and total signal that the NFL was really coming back because that generally happens late in the summer. Um, and so we're just making our way through that. And part of that obviously is the NFL draft, uh, free agency, at least the, you know, more intense part of it is now behind us. And so uh, today marks three weeks until the 2023 NFL draft. And we have a lot of things that we've been cooking up and uh, that are still in the oven for you throughout the blog and the boys universe here on the podcast network. Yesterday, Connor and Joey had a full seven round mock draft that they ran through. You can go back in your podcast network and you can listen to that if you'd like. I believe they used PFS simulator for that. Uh, we have a mock draft uh, series of videos that's going to be dropping on our YouTube channel soon enough. Brandon Laurie is going to be heading those up so subscribe here subscribe there um, and then obviously once the draft hits we'll have a, a lot of live shows and a lot of fun uh, to kind of hang out everyone together uh, and we're obviously looking forward to all that because that's the next thing that's the next like checkpoint right to sort of get through and until then I don't want to say we're treading water but we're sort of waiting right there's there's no real action even the things that would have or could have potentially been dramatic uh, Tony Pollard in the franchise tag situation got nipped in the bud he signed the tag okay so what's the like thing right as I kind of ramble here it's maybe Dax extension if, if the Cowboys are going to get that done maybe um, Trayvon Diggs's new deal if the Cowboys are going to get that done maybe Tyler Biotish if we're really kind of stretching it's just those sorts of things now those things are important don't get me wrong there's still a lot of time right there's no um, I hate to say there's no urgency because that, that's sort of an oxymoron but I think there's always urgency uh, for for you know these things and how they can develop and how they can happen but um, for the most part the Cowboys have kind of taking care of things and that's a really interesting spot to be in right now and and I think about the way I felt about this team a year ago and that's that's sort of the the lens that I'm looking at everything through a year ago I felt so uncomfortable going into the draft as a Cowboys fan I felt so uncomfortable because it felt like there were so many holes or so many things that still had yet to be figured out um, kind of like you ever get your day started late right you know like you I don't know what time you wake up but say you normally wake up at seven right and um, you know whether it's the weekend right like it can even be a good thing but even on the weekend say you sleep in till eight or eight thirty it's awkward right like when you get your day going you you have your morning coffee and you're like well normally by this time I've already kind of had my coffee and I've already kind of like you know done x y and z uh, and I'm just now starting the the coffee on on this particular day and so uh, the other end of that spectrum is okay say you normally get up at seven and then there's the occasional day where again living in this example you get up at six right and so you have the coffee and, and the coffee is done by seven so like then you get to seven, you're like, wait a minute, I've already had the coffee. Like, <laughs> like I'm ahead of schedule. Like, I, I, I can take over the world right now. I, the whole, everything is in front of me now because I got up even earlier than usual. I'm going to do this tomorrow. I'm going to go to bed early tonight. I'm going to wake up tomorrow. Welcome to the uh, the plight of adulthood. Um, but, but that's how I feel. I feel like last year, the Cowboys, you know, so to speak, woke up at 8 or 8.30, right? And I feel like now, maybe they're not quite waking up at 6 o'clock, but I do think that... We, we were up before the first alarm ever even went off as far as this team and, and the approach they've taken and the moves that they have made. They have addressed would-be holes. We've talked about them forever, and that's why I'm not here to relitigate or, or go over once again the Stephon Gilmore trade or the Brandon Cooks trade uh, because, you know, enough words have been said about that. But I do think that that's why there is this, like, calmness, right? That's why there is this peace. I'm, I'm actually going to go 
this far and say that's why it's kind of boring, right? Like, and it's not just boring because it's the off season, right? Like I said, take today as, as the like mecca of it all, right? The Masters and baseball and basketball and hockey and whatever, right? Like, it's not just boring because we're in the eye of the storm for other sports. If you're like a massive sports fan, it's boring because the Cowboys have actually made it boring in the best way possible. To be very clear, I'm not, I don't have a problem with this, but you know what I'm saying? Because like, if you rewound the clock a year ago, we're sitting here saying like man, well, what are they going to do? Like James Washington's going to say, you know, like we were in this peril. We were in this panic. We were in this, you know, sort of continuous, nonstop existential dread, you know, so pissed off about the trading of Amari and the cutting of Lyle Collins and the way the Randy Gregory thing, you know, dissipated in front of them. I mean, we were just unsettled maybe is the, is the, the optimum word for that. And now we're totally settled, you know, like that it's, you know, I, I don't mean to keep using uh, like sort of household or, or life related analogies, but it's like, you know, when you're um, when your bed's made, right? And you just wash the sheets or like when the house is clean, right? You, you walk in and you're like, oh, man, it's everything set, right? Like it's just it's a whole like fresh kind of feeling. And I think that's the way that we all feel about the Cowboys right now, where it truly does feel like anything is possible. And that's such a massive reset relative to what the situation was and what the circumstances were this time a year ago. And I think there's enough credit for that to go around. I think we can say that Mike McCarthy deserves credit, certainly Will McClay. We can give some to Jerry Jones, to Stephen Jones. I mean, these are kind of the, the you know, sort of superficial names, but the Cowboys have done work. And I think we have to remember this. That's That's really maybe where my thoughts are ultimately kind of taking me is there will come a day, all right? I promise you, there will come a day and there will come a moment where we will once again be pissed, right? There, there will come a time where we disagree, where we are upset, where we are mad, angry, morose, you know what I mean? That will happen. And so we need to remember that there's a give and take here, right? And I'm not trying to excuse any future mistake that the Cowboys could or would or will make, but we have to remember that as it relates to the 2023 season, when we're deep in October and something happens that that upsets us or whatever, we have to remember that they did everything right, right? Like they planned, prepared, they took all the right steps, they set everything in motion in the proper way, and that sometimes even doing all of those things is not enough. Um, so again, that's not to offer a future excuse, but it's just to offer some future context and future clarity for the version of ourselves that is going to be pissed off in the future. So um, it's a weird place. I, I mean, I, I feel really comfortable and, and peaceful um, and trustworthy. Uh, I, I feel like I can trust the team is maybe the better way to put that. Um, and I haven't been in this spot with the Dallas Cowboys in a very long time. Um, I, I was trying to, you know, if you um, if you listen to all of our shows or watch all of our shows or, or listen to or watch some of them, if you happen to have seen or, or heard this week's roundtable, uh, I was a part of that. If you want to go back and listen, it was a lot of fun. I also wrote about it. Uh, myself, Tom Ronald, Tony Catalina, Brandon Clements, uh, we each ranked our top 10 Dallas Cowboys draft picks over the last five years. Uh, there have been 44 players drafted by the Cowboys since 2018, so we ranked the 10 best, um, which was a really fun exercise like I said, uh, we had a good time all together, but I was trying to remember, at, you know, how I felt about each offseason when I wrote the article. I was trying to remember, like, how I felt entering the draft, and looking at it, I felt so disheveled and so uncomfortable 
in 2018, specifically at the draft. And a big reason for that was some unpredictable things. Um, the way the Dez release happened was really awkward and clunky and, and wasn't well handled by the Cowboys. Um, the Jason Witten retirement kind of came out of nowhere. And then I think there was this just like weird energy about the fact that the draft was being held at AT&T Stadium. At the time, it was still kind of a new thing for the draft to travel. And it was the first time it was ever happening at a stadium. So we didn't know what to totally expect. So 2018 was very strange. And then it, it didn't feel great that the Cowboys did the, the thing that felt predictable in that moment by taking Leighton Vandrush. Obviously, that aged very well. In 2019, we were coming off of the you know incredible playoff season and the playoff win, the first playoff win in the Dak Prescott era, obviously, and the Amari Cooper trade, and they didn't have that first-round pick, and we were like, you know what? doesn't matter. It's all good. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, we trust you. And then 2020 comes, and obviously, that offseason was incredibly unique with the pandemic uh, hitting and, and kind of changing everything. Uh, but that was my answer for, for myself, was the last time that the the vibe was this strong was this prominent in a positive direction for the Cowboys if you recall in 2020 the world thought the world of the Dallas Cowboys especially with how CeeDee Lamb and Trayvon Diggs both fell to them everybody was you know gassing hyping up the Cowboys saying this is it they're finally going to do it they're going to win the Super Bowl Mike McCarthy and there was all the talk and blah 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 etc cetera, etc cetera. and then you know they started off the way they did and the Dak injury happened whatever and I think in 2021 everybody was so down everybody was just so you know concerned with the Dak ankle and everything like that um and then the Micah pick you know was upsetting initially again that sounds so stupid to say um but the evaluation at the time was you know that he was an off-ball linebacker and so how could you take that kind of player the top 10 pick whatever again it turned into a wonderful thing um but still the the you know the energy in 2021 is very strange and i think in 2022 we were frustrated by the season ending loss i do think that the 2021 loss or, or the season ending loss rather was way more bitter than it was this past season um so i think everybody was just kind of on high alert panic and, and frustration and so again I, I guess the last time i felt this comfortable was in 2020 and, and, and so from from an evaluation of the team and so it's kind of nice to be here I, it's kind of nice to trust them and to believe they'll do the, the right things and the proper things and and to you know, feel comfortable giving them the benefit of the doubt because I do believe that they um, they have well learned it at this point in time. So those are my kind of rambling, random, whatever thoughts as they relate to the Dallas Cowboys uh, with three weeks to go until the draft. The fun part about it getting closer and closer, obviously, um, is that we're kind of starting to, you know, own in and zero in on some targets, right? The, the, the net is getting smaller that, that we're casting, you know what I mean? Like when when this whole process starts at, at the beginning of February, I guess, you're, you're just throwing a wide net. You have no real idea what to expect, what to want, what to root for. But we're at the point now in the process where we have enough information, where the combine has passed, obviously where free agency has passed, and where the Cowboys are starting to have some official visits with these players where we can really kind of dial in what we think would be best for them, uh, which is why I'm excited for the next few weeks to come and everything that we're going to have coming out all throughout the blog and the boys universe. Uh, whatever sport you're watching to help you pass the time until football comes, uh, whether it is the Masters or baseball or basketball or hockey, F1, I don't know. Um, there's a lot going on these days. Um, I hope that your teams are winning unless they're playing against mine. Um, and I hope uh, you're having a good time. Uh, I know that a lot of you offered some great pellet grill um, recipes. I'll have you know this weekend doing a pulled pork for the first time. I am very, very excited, very nervous, um, but very hopeful at the same time. So 
Let's go ahead and get out of here. Uh, my name is RJ Ochoa. You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at RJ Ochoa, on TikTok at RJ.Ochoa. You can send me an email if you like, RJ.Ochoa at SBNation.com. We will see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys. Actually, no, let's start that over. I hope you have the best Thursday ever. I hope you have the best Friday ever. I hope you have the best Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, every single day, every single week, every single month, every single year, every single decade, uh, every single century of your life. I hope it's the best ever. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out.